0: Welcome to Ghouls Night Out with your hostesses Brandy and Jody. Hello beautiful ghouls, welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister Jody. Hello. So, I should probably mention, sorry, we didn't have an episode last week and we forgot to post anything about it too. <laughs> so, yeah, I I passed out last thursday i still don't know what happened and was not feeling very well last weekend so uh we decided to skip a week so sorry about that anyway i am doing um for the beginning some of the dumbest complaints that people have had so basically karen's okay First one, I'm a firefighter and have had the following citizen complaints. A firefighter kicked down a door to help an elderly woman who was on the floor. Her son wanted us to wait until he arrived with the key. He was five hours away. Oh, my God. What a wonderful son. I wouldn't let a guy store his motorcycle in our station for winter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't repair a woman's stove. What? We took too long to respond to replace a guy's battery in his detector that had been beeping. We were performing CPR at the time.
1: Wait a minute. They can't change their own battery?
0: Well, if you... I I mean, I think if you call the fire department to change your battery, they can come out and change your battery for you. But the guy didn't want to wait for them to perform CPR. He was just
1: he couldn't take out a battery and put a new I, one in i
0: don't know i guess not i, don't know.
1: I do it on mine <laughs>
0: well what the fuck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay. well these are ridiculous complaints okay okay
1: so. i, I it, it is ridiculous <laughs> yeah uh
0: and last one i wouldn't take off my boots while entering a woman's house it was against our protocol to take any of our safety gear off her house was actively on fire when she made the request
1: what is wrong with people
0: seriously what is wrong with people uh next one looking back it was very silly but boy did this piss me off my coworker asked me if I could cover her shift on Sunday I always only worked on Saturday since I was very busy with university the place where I worked knew this and happily agreed to it I said that I could do that, but only if she would take my shift on Saturday, since otherwise I would not have any time to study. She agreed, only to tell me a day later that she wouldn't be able to cover my shift on Saturday. I promptly told her that if that were the case, she would have to find someone else to cover her shift. She told me I was being childish and to hold my management that I was being rude. <laughs> Management told me to work both shifts, and being a 17-year-old, I agreed since I needed, needed the money. I came to work on the Saturday shift, and the manager tried to tell me off. I told the manager what really happened, but he still sided with my coworker. I promptly told the manager that I had been very clear in my communication to my co-worker and that she was in the wrong. The manager said that I should be more flexible in helping others i then told him i wished him luck on working my shift that weekend and walked out without saying another word uh the look on his face was awesome i found a new job as a tutor the next week i was much happier People are holy just shit absolutely i once had a coworker file an hr complaint against me for reading books at lunch i what? told hr that he's probably just offended i'm not reading hardcore porn magazines on the clock like he does <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck
1: she's reading books on her lunch break you can what? do whatever you want on your lunch break you're not clocked in what is wrong was
0: he offended that she could read
1: i didn't
0: oh my god <laughs> next one had a customer call corporate on me because i told her we didn't carry a certain brand of dog food I worked at a big pet retail chain. The brand she was looking for was our biggest competitor's store brand food. I told her this, even showed her the dog food on the, the competitor's website that clearly said, you'll only find X brand at X pet store as part of the ad. She didn't want to go to the competitor's, so I offered her to, sh- offered to show her a similar brand, though I did advise her to get the dog uh, the food her dog was used to so she would avoid making her dog sick. After arguing with me about it, how you should make this right, anyway, I just told her I couldn't help her. She screamed I was rude and unhelpful, then stormed out of the store. Her reason for calling the complaint to corporate? I wouldn't go to the competitor's store, which was four blocks away from my store, to get the bag of dog food for her since she had already stopped at our store yeah her whole you should make it right argument was that i should leave my store use my money to go buy her dog food then apologize for wasting her time (laughs) my manager that my manager pulled me into the office my next shift to tell me the lady called corporate and why we both had a huge laugh apparently the corporate office also found the situation hilarious and told her to get stuffed (laughs) anyway he bought me lunch for not losing my cool on this entitled lady (laughs)
1: oh my gosh why i why do these people think they can treat other people like that i
0: literally don't know like there's something wrong like chemically wrong in these people's heads to think they can like like to think that you can talk to someone that like that and then they'll do stuff for you yeah
1: (laughs) i just i don't know it's like let me be the biggest bitch ever (laughs) And people will get me whatever I want. Yeah. That's not how it works. Wow. at all. Wow. Uh, Next one. In grade
0: school, I was sent to the principal's office for lying about my name to a substitute teacher. I gave her my real name. The sub just couldn't believe someone would name their kid Wolfgang.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But still, it's like. Well, I guess I guess they thought that this person was messing with them.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's a legit name.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe not one that's widely used now, but Yeah, but still. still. I think it's a cool name. <laughs> I do too. But- uh next one
0: got a complaint filed against me by a customer for unnecessary rudeness because i turned down a guy's offer to take me out on a date he asked me repeatedly while i was working dude was at least in his mid-40s i was 16
1: oh my god
0: gross and fuck off old dude no
1: disgusting old dude
0: (sighs) yeah Uh, old lady said i sprayed painted some garages near my house i did in fact not after a after a while security footage came out that showed that her youngest had sprayed the garages Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, i was in a four-person hr meeting the other guy our manager hr and me the other guy said i was always angry the three of us looked at him and asked why do you say that he said your face is always red and angry I'm British, I just don't tan well. (laughs) Oh my god, you got a sunburn. Holy shit.
1: What the hell? People
0: are fucked up. Uh, Next one, when I met my fiance, she lived in a rented house. One day we were at her place, and at some point we watched a random YouTube video of a raven saying the F word. We laughed a lot for around five minutes, unable to talk or do anything but laugh. It was in the middle of the day. The neighbor wrote an angry letter to the owner of the house telling him to put us back in line laughing so much in the middle of the day. What? (laughs) That is That's just sad. Oh, my gosh. I hate people. Oh, my gosh. Next one. I was at work, and a man wanted to use his membership card to get a discount on his popcorn. I asked him for the membership card, and he said he didn't have it. No problem, we can pull it up by phone number, but he refused to give it to me. I asked for his name, but apparently it wasn't on the card. Uh, Neither was his email address, which I thought was required. He started getting mad that I was taking too long and started screaming about if I made him go back to the theater to just get his card, he would call corporate. I told him... I could look it up from his ticket, but needed to go over to the other terminal, but he kept screaming, I can't believe you're making me walk back to the theater to get my fucking card. I told him I wasn't, he just needed, the, I just needed the ticket stub, but it fell on deaf ears and he kept screaming and carrying on. He was throwing an absolute tantrum and said I was wasting his time and taking too long, even though I was already standing at the other terminal. He complained that I made him show his membership card to give him the discount that was only on the card and just use the card even though he refused to let me look it up for him. It was the dumbest fucking thing ever. People will seriously just come out in public just to start shit with cashiers. I really want to know what goes on in these people's heads to purposely make themselves angry. Seriously. Yeah that's all you're doing is you're ruining your own day or maybe it's
1: the the highlight of their day maybe they love it that's That's the only thing i can think of because why do it why seriously
0: next one out of the blue a complete stranger who had just been released from state prison sued me in family court asking for a visitation with our 10 year old non-existent child Apparently, he had gone to a party at my house, and we had a one-night stand in my basement, bedroom. Uh, My basement was not finished. When I got pregnant, I promised to have an abortion, but did not, and now he was ready to step up and be a dad. How did he find me? He couldn't remember an exact address, so he went through my neighborhood on Google Maps and was sure it happened in my house. For weeks, he refused to believe that we that he had the wrong person until I went to the police station and had an officer email a family photo to him while he had him on the phone and vouched that it was me in the photo. Oh my God, what? That is crazy. But yeah, that is awful. Oh my God. Next one, my husband is a dentist. A new patient reported him to the board of dentists dentistry for recommending that she had her teeth cleaned (laughs) i still (laughs) laugh when i think about it (laughs) what Uh, (laughs) i once was told there was a high level manager and up meeting being held about me on account of my emails being written too well I can write quick, well-worded emails, and someone in upper management thought that I must have been spending too much time writing emails, possibly as a means of appearing to be superior to others. Oh, my God. Wow. What <laughs> the hell? Oh, <Aww. laughs> it's just sad. Wow. Next one, working in retail, I once said, you guys have a great day. And I was reported by an elderly woman who objected to not being addressed as ma'am she also objected to have a great day because she'd come into the aquarium store because her fish was dead, and she was upset that someone would tell her to have a great day when her fish was dead.
1: And how would a fucking stranger know that? Exactly what the... What? What?
0: Uh, next one, actual feedback I got from a customer. Uh, was your request completed to your expectations? 10 out of 10. Did you feel valued? 2 out of 10. Comment. This should have been handled by an older member of staff. Fuck me for being young and good at my job. Cost me a good chunk of my bonus. Fucking asshole. Be- because you're young. Oh my god, I hate people. People who think that just because you're older, you're smarter. Oh, no. Are the dumbest fucking people. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Ever. No, no. Just because you're older does not mean you're
1: smarter. Uh, That's very obvious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next one, a woman ordered a cappuccino and got upset that that the one I made for her had foam. I explained to her what a cappuccino is and she got angry and said, I know what a cappuccino is and lodged a complaint to my manager. Obviously, you don't know because cappuccinos have foam. Next one, I once had a... a complaint filed against me for calling someone a slur in the elevator my boss called me in and we watched the the camera footage from the elevator me and the other person were talking and having a good conversation and laughing with each other my boss just said yeah i watched it earlier and i have no idea what they're talking about so someone tried to get me fired for no reason
1: what the why <laughs> <laughs> you know knows? it's 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 because it's a superiority thing that's just it sad. makes them feel superior to act like asses maybe maybe
0: that is what it is that's sad if you have to do that to make yourself feel better yeah that's that's all oh. it is oh. that's
1: that's gotta be oh
0: that, that's really
1: sad that's pathetic there's a lot of unhappy people in there are
0: world. that makes me sad uh once had oh i got sued in small claims court for by a mentally ill man who said i stole a thousand dollars worth of roast beef and two sun tanning lights from him it got continued twice and by the time we had our day in court he forgot what he sued me for and just went off on a tirade about me being an asshole (laughs) (laughs) oh my god wow way to waste everyone's fucking time holy shit next one my dad got the police slash firefighters called on him because our racist neighbor immediately assumed we were making a fire in our backyard anyway uh, we were having barbecue so the firefighters were pissed we got reported to hr because a coworker made a sexual joke to me and i laughed she reported me and hr talked to me because she felt i laughed too enthusiastically this was when I worked in the same place as my wife and had a very caref- and, and was very careful to keep my nose clean. That was the last straw. I updated my resume and was gone shortly after. He laughed too hard. <laughs> when I was a teenager working at an ice cream store, a secret shopper wrote that I was friendly but did not smile this write-up was posted on the bulletin board like it was a scarlet letter of shame and my manager talked to me about smiling more 30 years later later i'm still friendly but unsmiling (laughs) i bet it was a male
1: oh i'm about a female i'm sure it was
0: next one a woman threatened to have my dog euthanized after she came up behind me and my dog and grabbed his tail and he spun around and snapped at her she had a muzzled, aggressive dog with her as well, yet she began yelling and cursing and demanding I provide documentation of his vaccines. Psycho.
1: What the fuck? You don't touch people, people's whatever. Yeah,
0: seriously.
1: It doesn't matter what
0: it is. Oh my God. Next one being too nice. I worked inside a coffee shop in the inside of a grocery store during this time. Man walks in and I greet him and ask him what he'd like to order. He literally bolts and complains to the IT guy that I was too nice and too happy. He came in to inform me what had just happened and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Next one I was training a new employee, I was early 20s, she was late 40s. I told her that if we finished our work a few minutes before our break, we could stand around as long as we were able to avi- uh, as long as we are available to customer questions. She told on me, and I got written up the next day. Now I only train exactly what we're supposed to do. What an idiot. I work at Walmart. A customer complained that I was on my phone the whole time. If you work at Walmart or any retail place, then you know that we have stupid Android handhelds. I use it to make sure grown adults aren't stealing and doing age checks and stuff. My manager looked at the video and was like, yeah, that's not a phone. It's something she needs to do to do her job. Customer just couldn't comprehend that. (laughs) And my last one, I was a recent new hire and transferred between divisions. I responded to the new managing director with an affirmative, yes, ma'am, when she gave me some new tasks during a meeting. She reported me to HR for sexual harassment and insubordination i'm from texas this is how we were taught to show respect what a fucking moron yes ma'am is now disrespectful
1: (laughs) you know it's just getting to the point where you just can't do or say anything yeah without worrying that you're offending
0: someone yeah it's ridiculous it's it's
1: getting to the point where nobody's going to talk to anybody else
0: yeah Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. I hate people.
1: I do, too. Oh my I God. just, God. People are
0: ridiculous. They are. I just really hope that this is, like, not the majority of people, and these are very, like, you know, far
1: and few between yeah, stories I that mean, we just happen to hear about. I don't think I've ever had an actual story like that, personally, so i i only just well i've worked customer
0: service i've had a lot of assholes
1: well yeah a lot of assholes but not like reporting you for being too nice yeah nothing like that that's like yeah that's ridiculous Just beyond ridiculous you know Yeah, yeah all right so i i'm just doing creepy stories my grandmother was one of the girls the night stalker tried to carjack the day he was captured she was on her way home from work when he came running up trying to open her car door oh my god she said that she had just start she just stared at him until people started yelling at him and then he ran away she hadn't known who he was but when she got home her mom my grandma was watching the news she saw his picture on the screen My grandmother said she can still see his creepy smile so clearly to this day.
0: Ew, he was smiling at her? Oh, no. (laughs) No. Oh, that is creepy.
1: When I was young, my family was driving home from a road trip. We were just outside the small town before our hometown, and there were a ton of vehicles stopped on the side of the road, with people out of their cars On the top of the mountaintop, next to the road, and sitting above power lines was a large oblong object that was glowing orange and hovering in place. I asked my parents to stop, but they pretended that I was just imagining things because I had been sleeping, so they just (laughs) kept driving. Years later, my parents admitted that what we saw was a full-blown UFO, but I was already having nightmares from watching the (laughs) X-Files, so they reasoned that ignoring the UFO was the best call. I still wish to this day that they had stopped. Oh, I think they probably made the right decision. Uh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> nope that you are sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> you were just dreaming. Just go back to sleep. Oh my gosh. In college my roommate and I had loft beds. At three AM I woke up so thirsty. I was really annoyed because I had to climb all the way down in the dark, walk to the far end of the bright hallway to the water fountain, walk back and climb all the way back up in the dark, but I was so thirsty, so I climbed down. When I opened the door to the hallway, the light shined onto my roommate asleep in her bed. I was a little surprised because she normally slept at her boyfriend's dorm and I hadn't heard her come in after I went to bed. On the way back in, I opened and closed the door quickly, trying not to wake her up. She rolled over in her bed and kind of grumbled. I was a bit scared that I was unsuccessful, but I climbed back up into my bed and went to sleep. The next morning, she was already gone to class when I woke up. Later that afternoon, when I saw her, I asked what time she got home last night. She said she hadn't been there at night that night at all. In fact, she wasn't even in the state that night. She was visiting her mom and had just gotten back that morning. She showed me the pictures to prove it. I don't know who or what was in her bed that night, but I cer- it certainly wasn't my roommate. Oh my, that's creepy. Yeah. My now husband and I were walking to the subway. He was going to work and I had a meeting downtown with a client. As we were walking, one of my heels got caught in a street grate. As I tried to remove it, the heel straps snapped, rendering it useless to walk in. My husband went to work and I ran back to our apartment to change shoes. Fifteen minutes later, I was about to run and get on the train when something, a feeling, told me to miss it. I suffer from anxiety, so normally I'd shrug it off and tell myself my anxiety was just messing with me. But the feeling was so strong that I stopped and waited for the train to leave, all the while chastising myself since I was already running late. I grabbed the next train, and when I emerged from the subway 30 minutes later, all hell had broken loose. It was 9-11. Oh, and I had if And had I been on time, I would have been in the tower when the first plane hit. Whoa. That, that gave, gave me chills. Me chills. <laughs> <laughs> that did, too. That was weird. <laughs> That was in stereo (laughs) (laughs) when I was 17 I was living leaving a house party very late at night with my boyfriend as we neared the street we heard a cell phone ringing and saw it light up on the ground on the other side of the street we thought it might belong to one of our friends and figured we could return it to the owner so we picked it up to see who was calling the caller ID said victim we looked at each other, and right at that moment, a big pickup truck turned on its lights from down the street and started barreling toward us. What? We both ran as fast as we could up the driveway and hid behind a bush. We watched the truck turn around and speed off in the direction it had come, it had come and was gone. It was like a scene from a horror movie, and we were absolutely terrified. What the fuck? That is creepy. What? That? Why? What? Oh my! I used to work at a funeral home and had to do late night transport for one of our sister mortuaries for a service the next day. I'd already had many creepy encounters, but that night had me feeling dreadful knowing I had to go through the garage alone. I called my boyfriend at the time to meet me there so I wasn't alone. I had to get out of the van, go through the side doors, through the garage, and open it from the inside. He didn't arrive until I had already unloaded and started pushing the woman through the hallway. I got her in the prep room and quickly locked the door behind me. He came in the way I had, and as he approached me, we both heard things moving around inside the room I'd just locked. Startled, we went back the way we came to lock everything up, but we had to go back in to turn the alarm on before we could leave. As we were walking toward the front, we heard things in multiple offices that lined the hallway connected to the prep room. We started running toward the double swinging doors and could hear someone chasing us. Oh my god. We ran out the side door to catch our breath, and the look on my then boyfriend's face was absolute horror. I had to go back in to turn the alarm on, and he reluctantly went too. As we were standing there while I punched in the code, the double doors started swinging wildly. We hurried out, and as I was locking the doors, we heard a man talking and getting louder. I stupidly stayed at that job for another six months after that, but refused night transports completely. That's fucking creepy. That is very creepy. My friend, let's call her Carol, told me the story about 30 years ago, and I've never forgotten it. Carol's husband died unexpectedly several years before, and then a few years later, her 20-year-old niece was killed in a car accident. Carol had a very good, long-time family friend who was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of cancer before Carol's niece was killed. At the time of her niece's passing, her friend was very ill and didn't have much time left herself. Because of this, Carol's family decided not to tell the friend about the niece's passing, as it would have only caused upset and they didn't see the point. A day or two later, Carol went to visit her friend. As sick as she was, she immediately told Carol that she had the strangest dream. She had been walking down the street when a bus stopped in front of her, and she was told to go to get on. The bus driver was Carol's deceased husband, but that wasn't the strangest part. Carol's niece was also on the bus, telling her to get on. She told Carol that she just couldn't figure out why it was Carol's husband and niece together. It was just so random. Of course, Carol knew it wasn't random at all, but kept that to herself. Her friend passed away within hours of her relaying her dream. Oh. Wow about a year ago i was working in a pizza shop i was driving home in the dark as usual after a night shift on the road home there's an orchard on the left side that's blocked off with a chain link fence and a house on the right side as i crested the hill something stepped onto the road from the left took two steps out to the yellow line and vanished when i blinked it looked as if it was seven or eight feet tall with grayish skin it had clawed feet and hands pointed ears and large slanted pitch black eyes it was so lanky i could see its ribs still it was weirdly humanoid it startled me so much that i stomped on the brakes i sped home shaking that's scary that is scary well it kind of sounded like an alien but it had ears it sounded like a cross between like a werewolf and an alien yeah that's exactly what i was picturing that's weird yeah I attended college at a university that was located in the oldest town in Texas. The theater building had been built during the Great Depression. The story goes that an 18-year-old kid lost his life while helping to dig out the storage catacombs that run under the building. Now fast forward to the early 90s. The school was doing a play that had 12 characters total set during the Great Depression. At the end of each play performed at this school, they always took a cast photo and hung it in the hallway. The photo from that show has 13 kids in it. No one knows who the 13th kid was. He wasn't there when they took the picture, but he appeared in it anyway, dressed just like the rest of the cast. Then a few years later, two other students and I stayed late to practice a scene in one of the upstairs classrooms above the giant theater. We all heard, clear as day, someone playing the grand piano that was stored on the main stage unless a play was in progress. The sound was very loud. We thought we were all alone in the building, as it was around 11 p.m., so we decided to take a break and go see who else was in the building. We made our way down the main stairs, talking and laughing, and then approached the main theater double double doors. The whole time, we could still hear the music playing. However, the moment we opened the doors, the sound stopped. The massive theater was pitch black and empty, not a soul in sight. It was dead quiet. We were all spooked but we went back upstairs to finish our work about 20 minutes later we heard it begin again we assumed someone was messing with us so we decided to quit rehearsing for the night and sneak down to the stage doors and scare whoever was on stage we made our way silently down the back staircase and tiptoed up to the backstage doors that led directly onto the stage the sound of the grand piano was so loud we couldn't hear each other whispering all three of us smiled as we opened the door and yelled Gotcha only it once again only to once again find a pitch black stage, an empty piano bench, and the immediate ceasing of all music. We were the only people in that building. We had all heard the music as plain as day behind the closed door. The now visible piano was only like fifteen feet in front of us as we entered the stage doors, so there was no way anyone would have had time to jump, much less hide. We left in a hot second, and I don't think any of us ever stayed by ourselves for rehearsal past 8 ever again. That is so crazy. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) This happened to me about 7 years ago, when I was 22. I was on my bed playing Fallout 4 when I decided to go to sleep. It wasn't very late, like midnight or something, and I wasn't tired. I just wanted to sleep. My mattress was directly on the floor, and since I had no lamp nearby, I would usually turn on my phone's flashlight so I could see where I put the PS4 controller and the remote. As I put everything in its place, I looked at the ceiling and saw a huge shadow hand. Logically, I thought, well, my hand is hanging off the mattress right above my phone, so it's just my hand over the flashlight. I shook both my hands to see if the shadow moved, and it did not. Oh I my froze. God. A chill ran down my spine as my brain tried to make sense of the situation and think of a logical explanation for the shadow. I was paralyzed with fear for what, it se- for what seemed like an eternity until I noticed the shadow growing bigger, as if it were getting closer to me. That's when I broke out of my paralysis and managed to get up from the floor. I was too scared to run, so I did some weird walk to my brother's bedroom, <laughs> got a pillow from him, and just lay on the floor until morning came i didn't sleep in my room for another two years from then on i was always in the living room with the tv turned on it freaked me out then and it still gives me the creeps thinking about it today seven years later yeah that's pretty creepy uh yeah (laughs) i do that at night you'll see a weird shadow or something and you'll try to figure out what it is and you usually can yeah yeah if it didn't
0: move oh my god Uh because it always moves yes
1: (laughs) And this is my last one. Okay. When I was about 11 years old, I was hanging out with some friends when we decided to go ride our bikes up and down the alley near one of our homes. As we were making our way around the block, we noticed someone hiding in the bush to the right of the alley. Being young, we didn't think all that much of it, but when we went around again, the man started to chase us. Oh, my God. We ran and rode our bikes as fast as we could, racing to get back to the house. The five of us were home alone as my friend's parents had made a quick trip to Walmart. When we got upstairs, we heard footsteps coming up the stairs from the door in the basement and the creepiest humming that I've ever heard. I remember crying as silently as I could and thinking I was going to die. Luckily, my friend's parents got home just in time, scaring him out the door. I'll never forget how terrified I was. Oh my gosh. That is horrifying. That is. That is scary.
0: Okay, I think these are Glitch in the Matrix stories. Okay. I could be wrong, though. I found these. I lost them a long time ago. (laughs) I've always loved exploring abandoned buildings in the American West, mostly ghost towns, abandoned mines and such, but old ranch houses and other buildings can be interesting, too. In 2005, I was in central Nevada heading for a week-long exploring trip. I stopped at an old house on a large former ranch property that I know had been inhabited for just a few, uh, had been inhabited just a few years earlier but now appeared to be abandoned. No cars on the property, about half of the windows boarded up, etc. The front door was open, so after shouting out for any inhabitants with no response, I walked into the house. It had seen other visitors before me. A few windows were broken from the inside, and many of the few belongings left behind had been rummaged through and strewn about. I walked upstairs and began walking from bedroom to bedroom. I walked into what was once decorated as a little girl's room. There was a cheap brass bed frame and a mattress that had slid partially off the frame and onto the floor. Some clothes and toys sitting around would lead me to believe the girl was quite young. I peeked into the small closet, which was bare with the exception of a few wire hangers left on the rod. When I turned to leave the closet, there was a girl, around five or six years old, sitting on the bed, which had somehow had the mattress returned to its normal position. She said, ''Hi, mister. What are you doing in my room?'' I panicked and immediately realized that the house wasn't abandoned. It was just the family living there was living in extreme poverty. "'I began apologizing and explained that I had yelled hello "'and no one answered, so I thought the house was abandoned. "'It's okay, mister. Mommy isn't home. "'I haven't seen her in a long time. "'Maybe you should help me find her.' "'She stood up and walked toward the open window "'and sat on the ledge, looking out on the vast, "'empty field of sagebrush. "'I asked her to come downstairs with me "'and we would find her mother. "'She started to stand up from the window "'but turned around suddenly and said, "'Oh, no, he's coming.' I have to go, mister. He's coming. You should probably go, too. She then kicked her legs over the windowsill and jumped. I raced to the window and looked to the ground, expecting to see an injured little girl, but there was nothing there. I raced back downstairs and out of the house. I looked around as I walked back to my car and saw nobody. She wasn't what I think of when you think of a ghost there was no transparency no foggy haze around her anything like you would expect from a movie ghost i still don't know what the hell i saw i was pulled in to austin nevada later that evening and met with a group i was planning on exploring with we went for drinks that night at a local bar and after a few drinks they convinced me to tell my story to the bartender he listened and then asked me to confirm the location of the property When I described the location and the condition of the house, he explained, Oh, yeah, that's the old whatever ranch. Sounds like you had a visit from Nellie. She likes to chat with people that stop by. She's harmless. He then explained that the original owner disappeared in the late 1960s after leaving a note saying the family was moving to Alaska so he could try his luck at gold mining in the Yukon. He was later located in Oregon and largely suspected of killing his wife and daughter. However, no bodies were ever found. His version of the story was that his wife and daughter did not want to leave Nevada, and he left them somewhere along the way. I obviously loathe telling this story because I don't believe in ghosts or the paranormal, and I feel like I'm trying to tell a spooky story to a group of children. I went back to that house two more times before it was burned down a few years back. I never heard or saw anything unusual since my first visit. That's creepy. That is creepy. She fucking jumped. Oh my God. Next one, my wife and I are space nerds so we follow pretty much all news regarding space travel. Of course, we're all hyped as fuck if skeptical about the whole Starship thing. You know what he's talking about? Mm. About three years ago, SpaceX YouTube channel posted this video showcasing the first iteration of their Mars craft. I watched it on like day two with my wife sitting behind me eyes wide in absolute awe we finished watching i turned back to see what incredible to see that incredulous look on her face but we already watched this like three weeks ago i look at the posting date nope it was definitely two days ago i do a quick youtube and chrome history going all the way to the beginning of the year obviously no trace i even checked the internet and ITS, as Starship was called back then. It was not even revealed three three weeks prior, at least not the video published by SpaceX or any other official site. Then she starts going through things apparently I said back then, during the previous watching, up to quoting my exact words, some of which sound pretty similar to what I thought while watching the video, but definitely didn't speak aloud, as I was too stunned and awed. At this point, I recalled at... Uh, the two forty time mark she said something along the lines of look now it's going to deploy panels it looks so funny and the scene happens then a few seconds after her remark so either she actually saw the video before me or guessed the moment based on what was being shown in the video we chalked it up to either her watching it the day prior just after it got uploaded and forgetting about it or an actual harmless glitch hmm interesting
1: yeah it is
0: uh next one weird but happy about five years ago in november we lost our family dog to cancer she was the dog my children grew up with all uh, loved by all at the next christmas at the end of the day of gifts food and family i was packing up and found a tiny pewter dog figurine sitting on the mantle i asked everyone who had been at the house that day if they left it no one had okay weird but took that as a good omen Then my eldest went back to college at the end of that Christmas break and asked if he could take the little figurine to remember his dog. Of course I said yes. A week or two later picking up around the house there was the figurine again. I called my son and said you forgot the figurine and he said no I didn't it's right here in front of me on my desk. I had now found a second figurine. Again, no one claimed any knowledge of it, no idea how, but I still have the two of them tucked away on a shelf to this day. Hmm, that's interesting. That is interesting. Next one, I am 100% sure I vividly remember a dog that apparently doesn't exist. When I was 16, we lived on the other side of the Providence, and my uncle and his little Jack Russell named Crew... Crew went missing for several months and then turned up at a humane society over an hour away and we were all shocked this little dog had made it so far. Anyway, that was almost 20 years ago and the other day I was talking to my parents and I was like, "Uh, you know, whenever I hear about Jack Russell's I think about Crew and that stunt he pulled. They had no idea what I was talking about. I insisted my uncle had never had such a dog. I must have dreamt it. Honestly, anyone else who would have remembered this dog has been dead for a long time, and I don't even have any pictures of my uncle. I have absolutely no way to prove this dog existed, but I'm sure he did. Next one, I don't, re- I don't personally remember this, but I would see my dead grandfather all the time when I was a kid. From ages 7 to 9, there was probably 10 different incidences. My dad was an absolute pansy when it came to ghosts, which I don't really believe in, and wanted to take me to a doctor. My dad had one of those bathrooms with a separate toilet room and no one that lived and no one that lived in the house closed the bathroom door unless they were bathing. I was playing run escape when my dad asked my asked why the bathroom door was closed and I said it's because grandpa's in there. That's the only one I actually remember. There was maybe two other bathroom incidents and some incidents when i would sit on the floor and watch tv with my dad and he would tell me to go sit in what was once grandfather's chair and said i couldn't because grandpa was sleeping i don't know how creepy these are to be honest but they freaked my family out for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, Next one. After my little brother was murdered, the next morning I was talking to my friend and he mentioned this older dude I went to high school with a younger brother had died in a car accident a couple weeks before. Later that day, I pulled out a slip of paper with the other dude's number and name on it from my pants. I vaguely remember running into him a year or so before this at a club where he gave me his number. I swear I had worn and washed these jeans a dozen times since, I had run into that dude. It still makes no sense how that paper was there, and I only found it then. I called the dude and we talked a bunch and it really helped me deal with the situation.
1: Hmm.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Uh next one, I met someone who no longer seems to exist. In October twenty eighteen I developed tendonitis in my hand, so I went to see a hand specialist at my regular hospital. I remember the hand specialist really clearly. Uh, she was really happy, talkative Vietnamese woman with straight, dark brown hair and glasses. She had a German-sounding last name, which I assumed was her married name. She was really, really nice, and we had a long conversation about a medical conference that she was supposed to go to. She explained that my hand issues uh, caused by phone usage was a hot topic of the conference and that she'd probably use my injury as an example when she go- when she goes there. Anyway, she gave me care instructions and sent me home. I was told to return if it didn't resolve in a few weeks because then I needed to be re-examined and sent to, a phys- to physical therapy. I didn't, it didn't resolve so I went back and had an appointment with the same doctor but the woman who came into the room was completely different. She was a white woman with light brown hair, no glasses, completely different face shape, really dull and unwelcoming disposition. I was so fucking confused, and I asked her what her name was, she gave me the same name as the Asian doctor. I asked if there was another doctor by that name, and she told me no, it was only her. I described the doctor I had seen, and she got annoyed and said she didn't know who I was talking about. I later went online to the hospital staff directory and tried to find the Asian doctor, but couldn't. I have no idea what happened to her. I even checked my medical records to see if I maybe remembered her name incorrectly, but I didn't. Both of my visits was uh both of my visits have the same doctor's name on it. I have always been confused about this and it really bothers me that I met someone who doesn't
1: seem to exist anymore. That's weird. It that is weird. They had the same name and everything. That's yeah, but looked totally different. Hmm.
0: It's when I was working on my motorcycle in a dirt lot where I had crashed it trying to to do a sick drift breaking off the clutch lever and gear shifter. I had brought a wrench set with me and was using one of them to take a bolt off when I put it down on the ground to finish unscrewing the bolt by hand. Two minutes later, I went to pick it back up and it was gone. I ran all around this dirt lot looking for it to no avail. Luckily, I had a spare in the car. I fixed the bike and drove to my apartment to shower as I was filthy. I walked into my room and sitting on my desk was the wrench. I was dumbfounded.
1: (laughs) what the hell i don't know portal i don't
0: know next one i have a jade buddha necklace i bought in china over 10 years ago it disappeared for a month it disappears for months at a time only to reappear somewhere obvious like my desk my dresser my drawer i use every day i just say it goes on a trip and we'll come back eventually <laughs> Next one. Around 12 years old, I had a dark purple 3 Series BMW, which I drove to work. No. Around 12 years ago. (laughs) A 12-year-old was not right driving around in a BMW, guys. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to start that over. Around 12 years ago, I had a dark purple 3 Series BMW, which I drove to work and parked in the same spot for over three years. I sold the car due to mileage and wanted something a little more reliable and purchased a different car. One week later, I turned up to work to find my purple BMW parked in my parking spot. I was totally, what the fuck? Turns out we had a work experience, I, we had a work experience kid start that day, and his dad had dropped him off in my old car he had bought two days earlier. What are the chances of that? I've never met this kid or his dad, and yet here is my old car, and it's in my space. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Next one. my wife passed away about a year ago or a year ago today actually had some odd things happen like a couple of old meaningful pictures show up that i swore were in storage the strangest one was i vacuumed the carpet and as soon as i was done a di- a diamond ring was on the ground white right where i had just cleaned it was like she was saying hey this one is real don't lose it
1: that sounds familiar that does sound familiar <laughs>
0: Uh, Next one. My mom told me a story that still baffles me to this day. When she was 10 years old, her parents went out for the evening asking her to let them in when they came back. She wasn't left alone though. There were two older siblings there too, but only her room was on the first floor. So she naturally would be the first one to hear them banging on the door. So the parents come back around 2 a.m. and my mom wakes up and she's not in her bed. She's standing holding the freaking window she now realizes that someone is banging on the door loudly she puts the window on the floor lets her parents in and they're scared asking what took her so long then they see the window and they're all shocked to see my grandpa knew there was no way someone could get in without tools
1: what That what
0: my mom tried to lift it and couldn't because it was too heavy she still says she doesn't remember how she managed to unscrew the window but still, shocked it happened.
1: What? I don't understand. What? She was holding the whole window.
0: That's what it says. She was. She was not in her bed. She was standing, holding a friggin' window.
1: That's <laughs> so weird. Um. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: Okay. Anyway, my last one. <laughs> I removed a painting from a wall during a late evening cleaning, put it away, and returned to the wall. To see a never before seen painting on the same spot. It put a chill down my spine.
1: Woo That's weird. That is weird. Those are mine. Okay. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay witty wrap-up! Let's see. I did funny tweets. The five-year-old has been limping around with a leg injury all morning, and I feel bad for her, except the injury is a fox bit her in her dream. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) The kids are asking for fun-shaped sandwiches for their back-to-school lunches, and I'm so flattered they've mistaken me for the kind of mother who would do that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) My daughter said she really wants to get baptized. I was surprised and asked her why, and she said, I just love water, Mom. Laugh my fucking ass off. (laughs) Take a bath. (laughs) Just dropped my three-year-old tiny baby off at a sports camp that is apparently run by the child from Blank Check. I don't get it. I think he's like a 10-year-old. Oh. Just a field full of giant balls, a bounce house, teenagers throwing kids around. The last I saw of him, he was literally driving a power wheels off into the distance. Oh, my God. Bye, tiny year 3 year old Oh, my God. No way. No. <laughs> no. I asked my six-year-old how his day was at daycare, and he said, I don't even know what happened today. <laughs> same dude i get it <laughs> me every day what the fuck happened like, what is this <laughs> my son completed a survey on his first day of school and for the question who is your hero i see that he has put i don't have one but i will say my parents a win is a win we'll <laughs> take it i guess that's funny Everyone thinks their kids are normal until you're leaving instructions for a sitter and you're like, do not open the applesauce pouch all the way, (laughs) open it halfway, hand it to him, and back away slowly. Also, he has to sleep with three pacifiers and Lightning McQueen. Oh my God. Yeah. Kid's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Toddlers be like, we can do this the hard way or the harder way. Mm Mm-hmm. It was splash day at preschool and they sent the wrong towel home with my son. This was the someone's towel at preschool today. It's a towel that has Spuds McKenzie on it. It's a Bud Light towel. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, Okay, five-year-old. Wow, I have two Target cards for my birthday. I wonder what I can get. Maybe a really cool backpack to start kindergarten. No offense mom but I feel like a backpack is for mom money. Oh. You tried. Yeah. <laughs> Weird how the first day of school also coincides with the first day anybody has ever driven a car. <laughs> My son asked me tonight before bed if back rooms were real and if you are not currently a parent of a child who watches YouTube, you have no idea the mistake I made in saying yes. Oh no, oh no. (laughs) Google Photos is like, hey, look, we made you a very unflattering slideshow of all the pictures your three-year-old took of your double chin and set it to whimsical classical music. You're welcome. That's so nice. <laughs> Ordered new Play-Doh for my kids and for convenience, I had them ship it in brown color and completely dried out. Hey, that's how it's going to end up anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hear the blender going in the kitchen. Only my 10 and 8 year old are awake. My wife is not home. I'm stuck on a conference call. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> not good. No. My son wanted to know what the 90s were like, so I left him on the side of the road without his phone.
0: (laughs) Have fun! See ya! Be home home
1: before dark! Yep. Before the lights go on. (laughs) Oh my god. My teen added dish repellent to the shopping list, and I'm I'm not sure where to find it, but I'm willing to spend all of my money on it. (laughs) fucking wants some yeah me too <laughs> oh my god hoping my son just tells me he knows i'm the tooth fairy so i don't break my back trying to ninja this dollar under his pillow tonight i thought about that <laughs> <laughs> it's important to set an alarm the first day of school so you rem- remember to pick up the kids no <laughs> yeah that could be can get into
0: a groove and it's all quiet and shit
1: <laughs> Enjoying it a little too much? Yeah. I want my kids to know that it's important to be trustworthy, but also every text, a phone call, and email they get is probably a scam. Oh, yeah. Told my mom I was frustrated with my kid, and she reminded me when I was two, I flushed an entire box of tampons down the toilet in the Chicago winter and froze the pipes, and honestly, why is she making this about her? (laughs) My kids' endurance levels, 90 minutes riding a bike, 75 minutes chasing around a playground, 60 minutes jumping at the trampoline park, 2.5 minutes walking through a store.
0: <laughs> That's so true. Mm-hmm.
1: My toddler pushed one of their animal toys in my face and said, "roar." <coughs> it was a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. All right. Thank you guys so much
0: for listening. Send in your stories. We need them schools night out podcast at gmail.com oh rate review and subscribe wherever you listen and we will talk to you next week later bye